Hey guys, welcome to session three of the Nursing Student Podcast. My name's Thomas, and in this episode, we're going to look at the 10 best places to study. Before we get started with the main section of the show, I want to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already subscribed. And if you don't mind, if you'll take a quick second when you get a chance to give us a positive rating on iTunes or if you're listening through Stitcher, Spotify or Google Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you're using, if you'll give us a positive rating, because that really does help the algorithm in terms of making sure that more people get to find our show. So let's get started. Now, when I was in nursing school, I was that person that probably studied in a lot of different places, a lot of different ways, depending on what class I was in or how I was going to study for a particular class. That might sound kind of weird for you to hear, but a lot of times I never really studied the same way for every single class. Even when I was in my undergraduate, the same way I would look at it as like, if I'm studying for a math class, I'm going to study things differently than I would do for a history class, for a science class, for an English class, and so on and so forth. I'm just kind of using those extremes and applying it to the nursing school classes. To me, those work the same way, the same things, because the way I would study for med surge would be different for pharmacology or for community health, for critical care. The other thing with that also was that different teachers also taught differently. So one class, even if you were looking at, for example, it was critical care nursing, one class could reflect very differently if it's taught from one teacher versus another teacher. So that's just kind of something to keep in mind as well. What I'm going to do is just give you a list of all the places I have actually studied at. But I have studied at a lot of different places, just kind of depending on, on what was going on. So let's just get started. The first one, of course, is the library. This to me is a no-brainer, but not really though, because funny enough, there's a lot of students who actually never set foot in their library, especially with nursing where you could have, maybe you went and did your prereqs at one school and you may or may not use the library, and then you go to another school to do your prereq. At that point, maybe you're not living on campus either. A lot of reasons why you may or may not have actually used the library, but yeah, I think the library is a great spot. Some people do well with just needing to be away from their house, away from their rooms to be more productive. Something else I'll throw about this library, because when I say library, you're probably thinking about your on-campus library, but... I'm also talking about your public library as well, because I've gone over there to study. Like, I just wanted a change of pace. One thing with this library option is some libraries are better equipped than others in terms of ideal study spots. If you are needing outlets, you're just going to be working on the computer for an extended period. So it might be worth scoping out a library first before bringing all your stuff with you. Number two is a coffee shop. I've been to coffee shops. It's kind of a hit or miss. I, I don't think these are at, coffee shops are actually top on my list. So coffee shops would be like Panera, a Starbucks. Funny enough, most people probably don't think this when I say coffee shops. I've been to a Chick-fil-A and I've also been to McDonald's, like fast food restaurants to study as well. Places where they have free Wi-Fi is really helpful. 
or even if they don't have free Wi-Fi and you don't need the Wi-Fi, then yeah, I mean, then you can just go there and study. One thing I'll mention about the coffee shops or the restaurants in general is that they can get crowded. And if it's a place that's really, really busy and you're taking up a spot during peak busy time and you're not really ordering, that may or may not go well or you you know even if they don't say anything you might get sideways look i would just keep that in, in mind as well but for most restaurants even off peak hours i've gone to an ihop this was like late at night to do some studying because they were open 24 hours and you know that wasn't a big deal because there weren't that many people there you know honestly just be smart about it number three is parks you know city Parks are kind of a hit or miss, and especially because like places where you're dealing with the elements can get really annoying. I'll tell you though how I've studied with parks, and that's I don't typically bring like a, an actual textbook. If I am gonna go there to study or read, I'll usually bring have my textbook on either like a tablet or a Kindle or something like that, I have a book that I'll be reading and studying from there, or my favorite, and which is how I've actually studied a lot of parts, is having like flashcards that are on my phone. So just kind of keep that in mind. And even if you do decide to bring your whole study textbooks and computer and everything to a park, just keep in mind that you're probably not going to have Wi-Fi access. So you might have to look at making a hotspot as well. And then you also kind of have to think if you need to use the restroom or, or anything like that. So just kind of be mindful, though. Like, I think it is a great option, but I think it's a great option for select situations. Bookstores are great options for studying or reading I feel like these are becoming less and less popular, probably because a lot of them are going more and more out of business. You know, so this would be like your Barnes and Nobles or whatnot, you know, just going over there just to read. It can be like an, at times like a very nice, quiet atmosphere with the nice little ambiance or whatever, if you're into all that. Community centers are great if you're trying to host a study group. They may or may not charge for those. One thing about though community centers as well is that a lot of times you can probably find, if you're trying to host like a big study group, a lot of times you can probably find a spot in your actual school or university that you can actually go rent like a room or, or put a you know a wait list out on a room and you can use that without really having to mess with a community center. Study spaces are what I would call random areas that aren't being used. So this might be like an empty classroom, lounge area. If you're on campus, then you probably have access to Wi-Fi. Something about study spaces that at times like this, you know, you might have to get creative to really find like a good little study nook that might actually end up becoming your spot to study. Your room I did some studying in my room, though I will say that I actually didn't do a whole lot of studying. A lot of it was because at one point I was living with roommates and also just in general. I just studied better away from my room. But if I had like a study group or a study session, I might have people over and that was fine, which kind of leads to number eight, which is a classmate's house or a classmate's room, which kind of then you really get the benefits of being away from your room, a lot of the conveniences as, as well. There's like several of you can even rotate where y'all are studying as well. Something I will just kind of throw out there as well is that 
when I say like a classmate's house, I immediately think like a significant other or someone you're interested in. Trying to study there may or may not be conducive for good studying. So just keep that in mind as well. I put down the gym for studying. Let me say why I think the gym is a good spot. The gym is good for listening to lectures. So things that you can record and then you can kind of listen to them as you're working out. Those are very good. I've done that. I found that to be very helpful, helpful and a success. The other thing with gyms is similar to like when I mentioned about going to the park and then just listening to lectures on your flashcard. And I mentioned about looking at flashcards on your phone. You can do the same thing at a gym like you're on a treadmill as well so that's something to keep in mind as well i will mention this though if you're looking for a good recorder if you go to the show notes at the nursing student.com forward slash three that's the nursing student.com slash three i'll put a link to the one we recommend on amazon and i'll also put a link in there with for the kindle as well so number 10 is in the car This one is another one that I think is not as obvious, but if you have long commutes, once again, lectures, instead of listening to a music or a podcast, you know, you can listen to lectures. If you're in a situation where you're actually not the one driving, then of course, then looking at flashcards on your phone becomes an option. I've done this before and I found it very successful. One thing I will mention about this though, you might want to check and see if you get car sick looking at stuff because I do know even for after extended periods of time doing that, I will start getting car sick. One of the flashcard apps that I've used numerous times and found great success with that is Quizlet. And you can actually get to Quizlet by going to the nursingstudent.com forward slash quizlet. So that's Q-U-I-Z-L-E-T. That is actually all I have for this particular episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it informative and helpful. And I will catch you in the next episode.